Oh God, who's doing the intro? Uh, Our intro man isn't here. That's right. Damn it. Hello and welcome everybody to Half in the Bag Disc Golf, a podcast. (laughs) I should totally take RJ's face on you. (laughs) And uh, we officially have the... Welcome to the Half in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast, streaming to you as part of the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast Network. And here are your hosts, Ben, Joe, and RJ. <laughs> we have the official first reference that has no context for listeners or viewers yes. in any capacity. Yes. Have fun, RJ. Uh, You'll be here in spirit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think we should deep fake Kermit's face onto RJ. Oh God! For all for upcoming episodes, I don't know how that would work out. That would be not well, but it would be hilarious. Be, I'd actually be kind of scared. <laughs> that that would probably be nightmare fuel, just because like the mouth would be all terrifying. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And the lack of blinking. <laughs> nope, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the people who are who watch Half in the Bag Disc Golf podcast would be like, dear God. And the people listening would have literally no idea. No, it'd be exactly the same. Yeah. Till I learn how to deep fake voices, which I think is really hard to do. Hey, did you call me Kramit? I sure did. <laughs> Kramit the Frog. <laughs> oh, man. It is, well, that is a reference that is old. Yep, I've dated myself in terms of the internet. Oh, yeah. I'm effectively okay boomered as in, in terms of memeage. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've done that to myself many, many times. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I can't even remember that much of that particular old piece of internet YouTube type poop. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I remember that. I remember they just smoked a lot of weed and giggled a lot like <laughs> yep that's about that's, it because they, oh. they actually had the like the theme song it was like sesame street or something yeah, like it that it was really weird i remember was, that 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 didn't live on as well as like uh the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny but no it's true didn't they do an updated version of that i think so or maybe it was like an actual album recording of that maybe rather than the terrible audio quality from way back in the day that makes YouTube's audio quality look amazing in comparison. Uh, I was going to say the flash animation days. Yes. Oh, I know somebody like downloaded it, ripped it and then like re-uploaded it to YouTube at like uh, maybe 720p. And I was like, wow, this actually doesn't look bad. Huh, nice. Considering it, it was a flash animation, probably at one forty-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe two forty if we're pushing it, but I doubt it. I mean, is Newgrounds still alive? Is that I website? Because I was like, D- is the original somehow still limping along, floating around I, out there? Wouldn't no, it couldn't be because all of the internet browsers wouldn't understand how to. Yeah, that's true. Interact with it. Curse so the OG, you. 
I was like, the OG file, I'm sure, is sitting on someone's hard drive. They're like, yeah, I've got it on a spinning drive somewhere back there. It's in or the, yeah. even better, three and a half. Yes. <laughs> a flippity-floppity drive. The flippity-floppy. That weren't so flippy-floppy. No, they weren't. Oh, oh good old well. diskettes. Oh, yes. Back in my day... You know, we're getting old, Joe. Back in my day when I got a flash drive and it was 64 <laughs> megabytes, I was like, I could put everything on here. Who needs more space? As I have a 512 gigabyte flash drive. Yep. That is actually physically smaller than the 64 I used to have. Remember when we were like eight gigs for a music player? How could you possibly put all eight gigs worth of music on I here? Know. And now we're like eight gigabytes isn't enough memory for anything. That's uh, that's one song file, uncompressed. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose the two grandpa, the two internet grandpas, should probably introduce themselves as <laughs> we're still technically. <laughs> Five minutes in, it's I'm, fine. Hi, everybody. I'm Ian. Uh, for our longtime listeners, you probably are already like, oh, yeah, we know that derp's voice. But for anyone new, <laughs> welcome welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. Yeah. Uh, I am hailing from the land of Chicago. We uh, eat our pulled sausage and uh, drink malort like it's our jobs, <laughs> according to everyone else outside Basically. of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I, however, am sipping on some water because I'm recovering from having some fine German ales yesterday yum. evening. Yum, yum, yum. I am Joe, uh, derping it up from the Fort Fun, uh, also drinking a lot of water. Probably because, not because of German ale? No, just because um, I was feeling under the weather last night for some reason, so I'm hydrating. And <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, just recording and all that stuff, we can only record for another 104 hours and four minutes before whatever disc I'm recording to fills up with audio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Audacity, for sharing that little fun fact, I guess. Right. Uh, well, uh, let's see if we can go... Uh, all right, this is the first uh, half-in-the-bag uh, disc golf podcast uh, marathon, Woo. where we go for 104 hours, you said? Yeah, give or take. It'll just become a random sleep stream at some point. Yes, it will. De but those are popular, will. right? Yeah, sure. I don't, I, know. I don't know. It's the internet, probably. I, God, don't know. I've, 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 I've been away. I've, I've been away from Twitch a little bit too long to rem to like know what's what the, the meta, meta is yeah. currently. Uh, what's the meta? What, what's everyone doing? Last, last meta I knew about was the tub meta, only because like, how could you not know about that? That made oh, headlines. I, I mean, that's that's it's still, still going strong. Yeah. That, I mean, they're still working you know. hard at that tub meta. <laughs> i'm gonna start a new tub meta it's just gonna be a, like an old like the old school country crock tub of butter <laughs> i was gonna a say tub, tub of, of ice cream or something or a tub of ice cream <laughs> tub of crisco i'll be like <laughs> here you go fellas enjoy your crisco 
I'm going to grease up my hands. I'm going to try to hold a controller and play a video game. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There's your content for your uh, your Twitch stream. For for my comeback stream. (laughs) Crisco controller stream. (laughs) Oh, my God. Actually, you know what? Depending on how amazingly terrible that goes, that actually could that start could, a meta. It really could. Trailblazers. Right. If anyone who's listening to this gets to it first, bravo. At least just give like us a shout out. Be yeah. like, hey, these morons talked about it. These idiots thought it. of it first for some reason. We're not sure why. But. I'm not really sure why the fat one didn't go ahead and get the tub of Crisco we know he has in the, in the cabinet. But he didn't. So why did it first? Yep. <laughs> uh, so what are we actually going to talk about today? I think it's uh, we're talking about our uh, buying guide that does not yes, involve this... any Crisco. I think. <laughs> not yes, not a sponsor. Crisco is is Feel not free a sponsor. To sponsor though. If you're but listening, if... anyone at Crisco, your money's still green. <laughs> It might be a little slick, but it's green. <laughs> or if you want to sponsor my comeback stream, I'll grease up more than the controller. <laughs> Get your hair. Yeah, just whatever I can touch, it'll it'll be Crisco. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so um, where's RJ to keep us on track? So yes, uh for those of you who have made it uh, into the uh, the small talk, <clears throat> we've yeah. uh, we've we will be talking about our uh, holiday buying guide for everyone who you know is into disc golf. So every, the the person who has everything, but also mm-hmm. the person who might just be beginning. Yeah. So like, if we talk about a choice, you know, we'll we'll both try to like remember to be like, oh yeah, this is a good one for like. The person who has it all, or this is a good beginner intro type gift. For the beginner, you should start with Frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got the first one done. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. I, you know... But at the same time, if someone is not necessarily a disc golfer, which at this point, the people listening to this are probably all disc golfers. Probably. You know, they may not necessarily know, you know, but if like your grandma's like, what do I get Billy? He's into that Satan froth thing, right? And you're yes. like, yes, yes, grandma, you, you can go to Dick's Sporting Goods and just pick him up a pack of three for 20 bucks, yep. 25 bucks. Played against sports can have a decent selection. Oh yeah. Discs. I wish I wish we had a plate again out here. I I'm ooh, that kind of goes what to Indianapolis and stops really? Maybe. Cuz I think there's like one or two in Wisconsin, like maybe Madison, probably. And then I think one in whatever that city that's closest to us, Iowa, that's name I'm blanking on right now. Uh, not Davenport. Nope. Um, uh, Quad Cities. Yeah. Over uh, there. Curtis lives near there, right? Yeah. Yeah. He lives Sorry, in the Curtis. Quad Cities in Iowa. Well, 
Anyway, Iowa. Yeah. Iowa place. There's like I think yeah. one in there. Anyway. Somewhere over there. I've been it's there. Kind of a it's kind it's of a just... Chicago land thing, but yeah. I'm sure there are other sporting goods stores, like resale sporting goods stores that mm-hmm. probably have a decent selection. And Usually. oddly enough, at least in the Chicago land area, gas stations. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, dude. Didn't, I mean it don't makes you... sense. I, I yeah, do like, vaguely remember. Yeah, like you could go to the BP on Route 53 and 75th Street, and they yes. had like this weird just wall of Innova discs. You're yes, because like, oh, Castaldo okay. was right there. Yeah. So you lose one, or you're like, I need to buy more. My friend's coming, so I'm going to buy him two discs or, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> I need to fill up and get a disc. <laughs> yep. Is it like the car wash discount, you know? No, Say five cents a gallon not. if you buy two discs or something like that. <laughs> you know what? If if you're the gas station near like Eagles, uh, uh, oh god, Eagles Crossing, Eagles Crossing. There, we, I I wanted to call it Eagles Cross or Eagles Landing. So close, <laughs> so close. <laughs> just my brain was like, nope, no. Uh, but yeah, if you're the gas station near them or one of the gas stations near them, I would be surprised if you're not like. Buy three gas, buy three discs, get 10 cents off. Yeah. Yep. I don't, uh, that would be a good idea. See, look, this is why people need to listen to this podcast. Exactly. We have all the ideas. We talk about a buyer's guide and then quickly get involved into (laughs) how to make your gas station disc golf selling empire profitable. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We got these places out here called Phil's One Stop Shop, and I bet you... He doesn't have any discs yet. Can't be a one-stop shop if you don't get any disc golf discs. Shut up, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> and now Phil's actually going to like, he's like, I know where that guy lives. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me, please. I know his whiff. She teaches one of my chillins. Maybe. I don't know. I'm assuming Phil is no longer actually the person who. Anyway, probably not. So, no. bu- anyway. buyer's guide. Uh, yeah. You wanna you wanna go? Well, you technically went first, so I guess it's it's my <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just resizing some windows here so I can no, see your good. face. You don't want to see the hate. No. Anyway, um, so this is a recommendation for probably like mid into the hobby slash a newer newer person Mm -hmm. but a portable basket is is always a great one to have yeah yep um there now there are tons of options out there too yes but that would be one of those things where you could go to like the dicks or a walmart or other sporting goods store or a resale shop and pick up one that isn't necessarily super expensive because at this point the person you're looking to give this to is like they want to get better at putting they don't need something super nice or they may not know what they want yet. Yep. Yep. Whereas for your more experienced person, either you just flat out like what the hell basket do you want? Or you just, you know, give them money towards like, here's towards your basket fund. Yep. Cause they can get very expensive. They can. I got a couple years ago, I got a, a nice for Christmas, a nice, um, I'd say mid range basket. It's uh, the DGA Mach Shift. Mm, And what's nice about that one, 
just real quick on that one. So like you could get a regular practice basket that's like the full normal width chains, or you can get a marksman basket. I, that's what uh, Dynamic Disc calls them. I think everybody else calls them something slightly different. It's just the skinny yeah. chains. Makes it harder. Yep. The mock mm-hmm. shift, you can shift it between both. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. Yeah. So when I've had like, because I keep it at work because I got, you know, some time sometimes when uh, practices are done and I just practice there. And when people are like, I want to try, I'm like, hang on, let me make the chains wider to make it easier. So you like can actually play and have some success. Or you can also make the like chain height higher and lower. So give you just a smaller target just to make it even more difficult for you, depending on how you want to practice and all that fun stuff. Oh, the, the mock shift is a good one, especially if you can spring for it and the, uh, cause it's, yeah, it's not super expensive, but you know, like I said, mid range, like you can get more expensive ones and you can also get cheaper ones, but I like the cheaper ones, you go too much lower and then it's just kind of like, just get a pop-up portable one at that point. Oh yeah. Well, and, and that's just it. Those pop-up portables, especially for someone who's new, who just wants to like, start practicing yep it's great because you put it in your backyard you're like cool i'm not like practice like i'm not practicing refined you know placement skills you're just practicing like all right i'm getting my basic technique down yep trying to refine that motion so it's just repeatable and to go with that i would recommend having at least five of whatever your putter is so yeah Getting them, you know, find out whatever they putt with, AVR, Judge, Warden, um, I'm trying to think, NVs, whatever they have. Find out how many they have, probably only one or two, and buy another three or four. I have ten, just because I like to work in sets of ten, but, like, more than one, because it's it's tough to just go, all right, I putted once, now I got to go and get it and come back. And, oh, I putted, like, it's... You can, it'll well, work. It's fine, but it's annoying. And I mean, for me personally, I've never invested in the fancier plastics for uh, the putter because I'm just like, it's yeah. a putter. Yeah. I really don't care. Like, yep. I have 10 of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, whatever. And what I've, I've gotten to the point now where, like, I generally cycle my putters about once a year. So now I just buy two more new ones, break them in. And then cycle them into my bag, and the old ones just go into the practice pile. They still fly mostly fine. It's just they feel like the edges are getting rough. And because I go with the soft plastic, uh, trying to smooth that out and file it out just doesn't go well. I tried. No. It did not go well. Would a heat gun work? Okay, well, that's a, that's a topic for another time. Never mind. <laughs> my only thought with that real quick is that like you'd end up, because it's soft plastic, you'd end up like warping oh, it more yeah. than you'd help it. But yes, mm. I, I kind of thought of that, and then I was like, ah, but it's so soft wait, anyway, it's going to... Wait, soldering iron. Just just real quick. Just just, just a quick little... Yeah. Melt that plastic right down. Oh, yeah. And then you what wind up with wrong? this weird, wholly deformed mess where you're just like, it's my Franken-putter. <laughs> and my house smells like burning plastic. <laughs> The leprechaun told me to burn things. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> uh, oh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, 
so portable putters and uh, portable putters. Yes, those two. Portable, portable baskets, baskets yeah. or or uh, practice baskets and uh, multiple putters. Yep, yeah, good. Those are good. Uh, for those of you who live in the uh, uh, colder climates and still like to go out, I know a lot of places in Wisconsin like pull their baskets once the winter starts. But if you're in an area like, you know, the Midwest and it gets a little chilly out and the baskets mm. are still on the ground, some kind mm. of hand warmer. I actually have the battery powered Zippo brand hand warmer and it works really well. It works for like, I think if you use both sides on high, it works for like five hours. If yeah. you go low on one side, it's like 10. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, <clears throat> it works really, really well. I've used another brand that I got from Amazon and you get what you pay for yeah. and it did not get very warm, but it's also like ginormous. So it's like a 20,000 milliamp hour or milli hour. Oh my goodness. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the heater on it sucks, but it holds a lot of juice. So if you're looking for an inexpensive way to charge your phone, that works. But yep. the uh, the Zippo one actually works, and I know Zippo also makes one that you use with lighter fluid and you keep in your pocket. And yeah, well, the, 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 those are the old school ones. Yep. Don't have Which, to recharge that one. No, but of. you do have to, you know, worry about lighting yourself on fire, lighting things on fire. You know. Yeah. My, it's usually meant for like hiking or skiing, as opposed to like disc golfing. Disc golfing. Yeah, I know a couple yeah. older guys that use it and swear by it, but I was like, you know what? Uh, they're going to be that fancy young whippersnapper out there with the battery-powered one and not worry about lighting myself on fire. I've yeah. been in Boy Scouts. I know these things happen. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> no matter how safe you are with that gallon of gasoline, things happen. Yep. yep. So yep. piggybacking on that, because it's a, it's a similar <laughs> thought, uh, I went the other route, but that's because of the motorcycle gear. Mm-hmm. I wound up getting uh, battery power heated gloves, which uh, yes. I liked because it's it's still keeps your hand warm. Take it out of the glove, throw, put it back in. Um, they do make you know uh, gloves that are thinner, so you could potentially still throw with them on. But like anytime you're wearing a glove. Yeah, I just yeah, it always it always messes with stuff. But you and know, I'd, if you're I'd be a little nervous snow. that that repetitive like strain on the wires in there wouldn't break something, like as you're throwing a full out drive, you know, putting whatever you're fine probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of the gloves at this point they have even you know battery powered like work gloves, so mm-hmm. they're meant to be able to take some abuse. Yeah, I I would be surprised. Would not be surprised. There we go. That's the right yeah. word. To see if that technology comes forward as the sport gets more and more um, popular. Popular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that way there are companies that are like, oh, here you go. Here's a glove. Because I know that there are like some, it's like frictions gloves or something like that that are supposed to be for like sure. disc golf. I know a like couple. I, I know one guy I play with. He came from a big ultimate background and he wore gloves for that and still wears gloves for disc golf. And I was like, I don't know how you do it, man, but good for you. Like, I mean, used to it. I just, yeah, he's uh, just used of, to years it. of years of practice at this point. I don't know if I'd want to spend the time, but I could just yeah. shove my hand in my pocket with my hand warmer. Yep. 
the other thought I have is uh, a heated vest. Those keeping the yes. core warm. Oh, know, those are those are awesome. those are very expensive. So if you're like, hey, it's just like my uh, college roommate. You're like, I'm not gonna buy him a, a freaking battery power heated vest. No, just a, a nice pair of the uh, winter Under Armour. Yes, that's. That. I have that. I have the the 1.0 gear, which is your lighter weight, and the 3.0 gear. And, you know, the 1.0 is great when you're moving. But once you kind of, like, stop, and if you're playing a tournament, yep. I some of the tournaments I played in where I knew it was going to be overcast, I went with the 3.0 gear. And I've got the yeah. shirt and the leggings. And Ooh. I stayed nice and toasty warm, that's for sure. Until oh, we yeah. started moving and there's like four or five holes where like there were no backups yeah. or anything by like three holes. And I'm like, dear Lord, it's so hot. I'm dying because that's that's the kind of stuff yeah. that they market for. Like, you know, go outside and run around and have fun and you only need a light sweatshirt for 20 below or yeah. you're going to be sitting on your ass at a football game. Yep. Or deer stand or, or deer stand or whatever. And yep. so it, it was that weird like and I just. You know, whatever. But smart thing, layers. You oh, could yeah. also just get a regular vest, like joesdiscolf.com sells Columbia it's vests. True. Yeah. It's true. It is. And there are beanies. And there without, are beanies. Without the little, without little the poof puff ball. ball. Yeah. So And if you're looking to stay warm on the couch while you're watching old uh Jomez coverage, you can pick up a uh, stupid tree blanket. Or just hey, look. a disc golf blanket, or hey, you know. Hey, look, I I, I did a segue. Yeah, I got a, I got a sponsorship segue in there. Yeah, Who did it. Um, <laughs> take yeah, that, listeners. I do like um, because generally my arms are fine when I'm out playing, but yeah, if you get a vest, I think it's oh yeah, you'll be able to still throw without like it affecting your motion too much. Obviously, yeah. the more layers you put on, the more coats you put on, or the puffier coats. You're going out for fun, not for PRs. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, I was going to say, I uh, <clears throat> usually just have several layers of different kinds of flannel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I usually just Which, layer up and, and go to town, basically. And, you know, I have my, my winter golf PRs and my actual, like, yes, I played well because, you know, it's oh yeah, seventy five, and I'm in shorts and a t shirt. <laughs> well, the the moment that there's actually snow on the ground, you're like, okay, the rules have changed. Let's yeah, no real run ups. Uh, <clears throat> we're not really calling foot faults here, guys. Nope. And uh, you know, and penalties. bonus points for the uh, pirouette if you can yeah. stay upright. <laughs> yeah. Penalties are measured just in minutes, yeah, as opposed basically. to strokes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How long were we out on the course for? How frostbitten is my nose? <laughs> yes. That is a big one. So uh yeah, so far hand warmers, heated gloves or vests or both, depending on what you're doing. Those are all uh pretty solid options. If you mm -hmm. have a disc golfer who likes to listen to music on the course, there is the Bushnell disc jockey. That pairs with your phone via Bluetooth, and you can push a button as long as you have U-Disc, and it'll tell you how far it is to the basket. So if you don't want to pull out your phone, 
That's pretty cool. However, I've listened to one of them. The quality for what you pay is pretty terrible. Uh, My advice is to just skip it and look at your phone if you really care at the distance. Yeah. Like if if that makes a big difference to you or not. Mm-hmm. And with UDisk in general, I just kind of like, it's a good estimation. <laughs> because yeah. it, it there are so many GPS variables in that. Oh, but yeah. I'd save the money and get a decent, um, JBL's a good brand. Anchor is a shockingly good brand for what you pay. And it's durable. I've had the same Bluetooth um, speaker that has had mm. the crap kicked out of it, and it still keeps on going. It sounds nice. pretty good. Battery life is pretty solid. Like, oh yeah, that's I'll, that's I'll, my thing. It depends on how much audio matters yeah. to you. And I just think the cost of the Bushnell disc jockey. I think it's like oh, yeah. I forget. It's I'm, I'm gonna look it up real quick. So we can uh, talk about it, but if you want to talk. So I, I will say in terms of earbuds, I actually have enjoyed the uh, Raycons that I purchased. Well, no, not purchased. Christmas gift a couple of years ago now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they've they've been good. They fit pretty snug. Um, I mean, the biggest problem with any kind of earbud is you know if you don't have a... Uh, covering to help keep things in if you really get a good drive in yeah. one of them will go flying yep um but um yeah no in terms of price point for audio quality like i've, I've been pretty happy with that particular purchase and uh, they do not come with any integration to um which is disc which is fine so i'm glad i looked this up because i almost made it sound better than it or cheaper than it is it's 80 dollars and it's one of those little square ones that you hang on your bag a comparable sized one for anchor which i forgot they're kind of rebranding to soundcore uh it's a yeah that's right it's a well it's a cyber monday deal but regular price well sale price 32 dollars normal price 41 dollars so yeah, and no, and like I have like I will sing the praises of Soundcore slash Anchor slash whatever the hell they want to call themselves because I've had the Soundcore two for years now and you can get that on sale for like twenty bucks. It was not twenty bucks when I bought it, yeah. <laughs> but it it was a solid investment. I use it all the time. Battery life still surprisingly good. Obviously, nice. you know. With all electronics that run on lithium-ion batteries, the longer mm. they live, the less they, the less charge they hold. But I still get several hours out of it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Bluetooth, and same thing like headphones. I have I got um, as a Christmas present, birthday present, the Soundcore in-ear. Soundcore something, Soundcore Pro 2s or something like that, I forget. They've got active noise cancellation, which is nice. not useful. <laughs> Don't use that on the on the disc golf course. Yeah. Uh, but no. in other situations, it's they, it actually works really well. So, yeah. Yep. As for head, headphones, like Anchor has not sponsored this segment, but I feel like they should. 
<laughs> at this point, yes, we've this, uh, we've we've talked about just about their whole line of everything here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. yeah, it just it depends on how much audio they want. Yeah, yeah, and this is another one of those areas where, like, if you're like, they're very particular about what they want. It's like, yeah, just give them, throw them some cash. Be like, here's yep. towards your your Bluetooth. Yeah, here's forty bucks. Buy so what you want. You know, kind of thing. Yep. If they're not that picky, save some money and, you know, get an anchor. JBL is kind of an in-between price. I mean, it can they can be expensive, they can be cheap. Yeah, but well, it's JBL. Yeah, they're they're a name. Yeah, and they're usually for much larger speakers, but yeah, they've gotten into the portable speaker game. Yep. So kind of whatever you your flavor is. I, like yeah. I said, the Bushnell disc jockey, it can be cool. Um, I, For me, I like a little bit better audio quality, so mm-hmm. it's not my thing. And like I said, the price. But, hey, if you want to get that, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I like the idea. I like the integration idea. Yeah. It's just if the How quality is not that? really. Yeah. Yeah. How if much the is the integration worth to you is. And you and I are probably a little more sound snobbish, not audiophile, I would say, but uh, yeah, but it can't sound like it's a tin can. Yeah, sounds a bit titty. <laughs> not like caribou. Good, good woody word. <laughs> There's your deep cut. <laughs> yep, uh, and uh, so yep, I will move on to uh, footwear. Ah, yes. Uh, That is a hot topic on Reddit. Oh, I'm sure it is. And this is going to be something where I think I'm going to not necessarily be following any of the usual camps that people go down. Because, I'm well, I mean, to be fair, I've actually, for the most part, used Chuck Taylors or, you know, like a Chuck Taylor knockoff for years because... You don't really get that much grip, <laughs> so you can oh. really get a good, you can get a good run up and a good swing and pivot, and you're just like wee. Yep. Uh, yep. But for slightly more grip, wrestling shoes. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I. Yeah. I'd be curious I'd, how long they last on the concrete, though. For and, and that's that's the problem. Yeah. But I mean, if you are. You know, if if you're using the the shoes sparingly, they'll last you a season or two. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if it's if it's concrete pads, I mean, concrete anything is gonna it's gonna tear it. Yeah, tear almost anything apart. There's just not much to them, so that's why I was yeah. figuring they probably well, wouldn't last. But that that's the nice thing is that the amount of grip that they do allow mm-hmm. is that nice in between like a pair of, you know, high top knockoffs that have like, yeah, there's tread there, but like for you're still going <laughs> to slip and slide. <laughs> that and tread then, is for show. you know, like a basketball shoe or something where you're yeah. like gripping, you know, intensely because yep. it's meant for concrete or, you know, yeah, outdoor yeah. use. Um, so yeah, it, it, but they're also so lightweight that if you're trudging through a lot of different terrain levels, then it's not nearly as like t- 
tiring. And yeah. also if they get wet, you're just like, they'll dry in like five minutes anyway. Yeah, exactly. See, and I like to wear trail running shoes if I can. Because those are that like. That would the, be another good option. Yeah. Those are kind of like on the concrete, you still get grip more than your wrestling shoes, obviously. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't think it's too much. I can still get out, I get a good spin, and it's not a big deal. But when I'm out on regular grass, I, I get better grip than a lot of other people I've played with who just use regular gym shoes. Um, I also have a oh, pair yeah. of hiking boots that I use, I have a pair of Solonins. Nice, dirty, that I Mm -hmm. only wear when it's like crazy muddy, it's raining because they're waterproof or, you know. I've I've got a pair of Red Wings that I'm like, yeah, you know, a a good work boot. Yes. Yep. And then I want to save some money, probably some Timberlands, although they got expensive for a while. I think their price has gone down. I think I can't remember. I think so. If not, Walmart actually sells a pretty solid work boot for what you pay. I'll say that because I, I ended up getting a pair of those because it was they were inexpensive and they were waterproof and I got them for work and they lasted longer than I thought, considering they're like 30 bucks or 40 bucks. Like, oh, I'm bad. OK, yeah. I'm surprised on that one. Well, this yeah, is also probably 10 years ago. So, yeah, I don't know what they are anymore. Uh, inflation yeah. and uh, supply oh. chain uh, yeah. buzzword. <laughs> yes business 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 yes numbers um or i know rj backed and got those idiosyncrasy disc golf shoes they're waterproof oh. he loves them he says it's the best thing he's actually used them for friday night coverage when it was cold and raining and his feet stayed dry and warm uh nice. the catch is they only make regular size because it's they're disc golf shoes and for someone yeah. who wears not just wide extra wide shoes that ain't happening <laughs> nope <laughs> so here's to growing the sport man <laughs> so can get some disc golf shoes because <laughs> he loves them he's like, and the way they're designed like they're designed yeah. with one of the top pros uh nate sexton and like a lot of thought and engineering went into making these shoes specifically for disc golf and Everybody I know who's had them, including RJ, raves about them. So, but they're also, they'll run you like a regular pair of running shoes. They're like hundred and something odd bucks. And I don't know, because they're uh, still really new. I don't know. It's yeah. like, are they going to last you a full season? Are they going to be multiple seasons? Like, I know RJ doesn't get out as much, and I don't get out as much now either. So I could see them lasting for him for multiple seasons, but... If you go multiple times, if you wear them multiple times a week, I I can't imagine they last more than a season, which is about what you'd get. Like my trail running shoes when I was playing a lot got me about a season, give or take. Yeah. And that's kind of, unfortunately, one of the consumables of the sport. Yes. You know, and if you're just wearing your regular tennis shoes, then like, yeah, probably not going to notice. You don't notice or care because, you know, you're like, well, I need new shoes for next year anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is. The uh, one shoe I will uh, be uh, say uh, don't use <laughs> is uh, a pair of shoes for cruise shoes. 
because the amount of grip. Yeah. <laughs> I broke my damn ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it just stayed in place. Just, pretty much. I was like, like uh. oh, God. Oh, God. There goes the knee and the hip. Man down. Man down. Well, it's one of those things in, in the theater world. The Although the shoes for crews are specifically designed for restaurant like and yep. workspace type stuff. The restaurant shoes are great for theater stages because you usually have a much slicker like dance surface anyway, and they actually allow you to grip. So you're like, yeah. all right, I got to push this big ass set piece. So, you know, we'd be in between shows and we'd go out frolfing and I, you know, just left my shoes on. Yeah. On a yep. <laughs> concrete pad I went to throw and all of a sudden I was just like, ah, Ah, wow. Oh, oh. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Why? Yeah. So oh. don't don't do that, everybody. Don't don't buy anyone shoes for crews for disc golfing. Yeah. Do it for other stuff. Not but a not, sponsor. Not that. Yeah. But I have really enjoyed their shoes. Mm-hmm. Cause I got a pair of their like dress waiter shoes that I use as my like suit shoes and no Ooh. one knows. And they are super fucking comfy. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, no, dude. Like they have, they have like nice looking shoes that are so much more comfortable. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so going back, so- um, <laughs> I guess the general term of grip enhancer would be a good mm-hmm. one. So I, in the end of October, when it got too cold to make a difference, I got a free sample of that DG Max wax. It's oh, it's okay. kind of like. Yeah. Uh, it's wax for your fingers to help you grip better, but it was sold mm-hmm. so damn cold out by the time I got it. Uh, I couldn't actually get any on my fingers. So yeah, TBD on how I like it. Uh, I'm going to wait till April or May. <laughs> well, no, you just, that's when you get the Zippo lighter. Yeah, know, the, exactly. The lighter it's fluid just, one. You just there you have go. it sit next to the wax and warm it up. And then, you know, but, uh, it's totally but, fine. Two years ago now, I switched to using a chalk bag with climber's chalk. Awesome. Mm. I love it. Um, I know some other people have tried it, hate it. So that's going to be a lot of this is going to be just personal preference. And sometimes you just won't know until you try. Although I have gotten compliments when I get a good snap on my hand after or no, when I throw four hands because I'll get chalk on my hand and i'll throw a forehand they're like that was so cool the way the sun just hit this cloud of chalk as the disc left your hand <laughs> you kind of look like lebron i was like yeah but i'm way shorter <laughs> and a lot whiter yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> and not worth a fraction of We're what just... he is pastier and poorer yes yeah. <laughs> the pasty poor LeBron of disc golf. Yeah. That's your new title. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's almost as good as the other nickname I have now in the club, which is Magic. Yep. Which, but it's not Magic Mike. No. It's magic, I was going to say. Magic in my last name because of the two years running where I made it to the final four. And pissed my pants, basically. And somehow now I'm magic for making it there. Because apparently no one believes that you can. No one expected me to the first time. And apparently it was still kind of a surprise the second time. So here's the third time. I'm going to ruin everybody's expectations and lose in the first round. 
I was going to say, you're either going to lose immediately or you're going to win it all. And then you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, did it. retiree. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go any further and cause any copyright <clears throat> You don't want to get YMCA'd? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there's those. Then uh, DD makes what they call his grandma's dirt bag. It's filled with some clay stuff, and everybody has a version of that. And then there's the good old sports sack that just kind of yep. absorbs moisture. And I find the combination of the sports sack and climber's chalk during the summer is great because I have sweaty hands and it's usually really, really damn humid in, oh, in yeah. the Midwest. I, you can you can pick up a generic bag of chalk from yeah. like any bowling supply store for like three or five bags for like maybe 15, 20 bucks. I, it's been a while since I've got any, but I bought a 500 gram bag of unicorn dust. I think it's called from Amazon. It's like, it's, it's the best climbers chalk out there is what everybody has said. And Are you sure it's not cocaine? Maybe Amazon sells everything. <laughs> it's, it's unicorn dust. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, PDGA. Yeah. But your entire sport is just drug references. Well, no, that's for just, all that's of the names climbers, of everything. And it's made in Colorado, so. Oh, and yeah, I know. It's just like, but like every name that oh, everyone likes to use for anything in this sport, it's like, like I said, it's the gnarly ball ripper. Yep. Or ball crusher. Sorry. There the we go. The ripper's a different one now. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's uh, the um, those are all out there. I mean, if you go on Amazon and just search, you'll come up with a dozen different things. Yeah. And if they like a specific brand, you can buy whatever that is with that company's logo on it. So, I, you know, I've got the only reason I, I originally bought the Prodigy branded chalk bag is because I had funny money to spend. And I could not find any discs that I needed, and they didn't have a great selection. So I was like, "I'll I'll buy that because why not? <laughs> I don't really care." Yeah. Otherwise, I would have saved you know a ton of money and bought generic climbing chalk bag number one. Yep. And <laughs> done it that way. Yep. But hey, oh, yeah. whatever. I, I you know if for especially for some, if someone started like starting out. Chalk bag's a chalk bag. They can be like, I like this or I don't like it. Yep. To begin with, they probably won't actually notice a difference until they're like, I've golfed without it. Yeah. That's one of those yeah. things where you probably won't notice a difference. And honestly, unless you're, uh, unless you've been playing a while, it, it won't make a difference in my opinion. If you just don't know how to, if you're yeah. still learning, it's not going to make a difference. No, like, not right away. It's one of those things where, you know, like in every sport and everything you do, you don't need to buy the nicest craftsman tool set to start learning how to fix your lawnmower. You can just buy that cheap set from Walmart to see if you even like doing it. Harbor Freight Tools. Those are they'll, those are good deals. They'll last you a job or two, but you'll find out whether or not you're like, oh, yeah, I, I can do this and I like it or dear God, I no, nope. no more. Uh, buying that tool was a bad idea. Glad it broke. Yep. <laughs> Don't feel bad Sorry. for getting rid of it now. Sorry, Harbor Freight. <laughs> yep. 
I'm trying to think of what else here. Carts? So, oh, carts, yeah. That's, again, that's a, a later investment for someone who's been in it, and those can run you a lot of money, depending on what you get. And it, there's rover carts, which are kind of like, I believe those are the ones that look like ball golf carts yeah. for your bag. Uh, you hang them on there. Some people like them. They're tripod style. Beep. I have the Zuka cart, which, you know, there's also Ridge Roller and R3, I think. I'm trying to remember all the different brands. They're all similar. Range wildly in price. I like the one yep. I've got just because it's always got a seat. And, you know, at tournaments, it's great. If your course that you play is really hilly, carts are a terrible life choice. Yep. This is mostly for flat surfaces or if you have a caddy. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I was going to say <clears throat> for uh, early, early persons in the sport or people who are like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot of hills. Just a good messenger bag. Yeah. You just sling it over one shoulder, you know. Yep. I know. Easily um, drop it. It's, who is it? Um, I think Dynamic Discs has a sling bag. So similar. And I think Pound Disc Golf, where they only make bags, I think they have a messenger style. And, you know, if you look hard enough at all the different companies, there's... Oh, yeah. Look at the major manufacturers, Innova, Prodigy, Dynamic Discs, well, Trilogy, they, really. And and somebody will have got them. Yeah. If you want to spend a ton of money, Pound, um, I think they have a lifetime warranty. Like, it's some crazy warranty. Um, if you don't, Walmart, Land's End. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just whatever. Pick up any old messenger bag. Shoot, you might even have just a laptop bag laying around. Yep. If you only got a handful well, of discs. I was gonna say if you're uh, if you attend any convention, someone is most likely giving away yep. some kind of messenger bag. I've got uh, I've got to go through some of mine, but yeah, I've got like four or five. I'm just like I don't need these anymore. They're great in college, but uh, I, I don't now. Now I've moved back to using a backpack. <laughs> just carry too much crap. Oh, yeah. Yep. Especially if you're like I got my computer. Um. Yep. So this is this is late stage disc golf erdom, but uh, if they're really into distancing, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and splurge on a uh, range finder. Yep, I've got one. If if and you want, otherwise, I, I you know, enjoy again, it. Um, I find it useful. Some people are like, "Oh, you should just know how far that is and just know this and that." I'm like, okay. Well, that works on the courses I play all the time. Yeah. The courses I don't play all the time, I don't realize that, you know, I am 250 feet out instead of 280, which is two different discs I would use, believe it or not, yep. distance-wise. And sometimes I want to know how far it is to that specific tree. Yep. Or whatever <laughs> obstacle. I find mm-hmm. it super useful. And the new version out there... Mine will tell you the elevation, but it won't tell you the change oh. of or like what it feels like. Like, yes, it's uphill one degree. The yeah. new ones will go, yes, it's uphill one degree. So it plays like, you know, at 10 feet longer, 15 feet long, whatever. Yeah. You know, hmm. so um, 
I'm not as worried about that because I could just kind of look up the hill and go, yep, this is a full rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's only, you know, 150 feet. Yeah. And it's also 70 feet up above me. So <laughs> I'm in the ravine. Yeah. Not necessarily useful for tournaments, but, you know, if you're scorting, scorting, oh my goodness, scouting a course or just getting yep. practice on a course. Yep. It's just nice to have and know. Yep. And then also, you know, if you're in an area where you can do some deer hunting, you're like, well, cool. Now I can also be like, well, that deer's over there. Yeah. It's this long. Yep. And you can set it to feet, yards, and meters. So, and I think it's good to like, 500 yards or something like that. It's something Personally, I'm always good with a foot meter. It's <laughs> It's one of those where it's uh it's like 500 yards and you're just like that's obscene for disc golf. That that makes no yeah. sense, but it's it's Bushnell and to be honest, I'm surprised it took him this long to get into the disc golf rangefinder game when all they've done is just slapped a new logo on it. Well, but, you know, bureaucracy, they had to go through so many hoops and they're like, well, we have to I think print the story, this much. And I like, think the story was like one of their high up marketing guys is big into disc golf. and was like, we should do this. And they're like, yep, here's the rangefinder model. Um, slap this disc golf logo right under Bushnell. And there you go. It's, yeah. It doesn't really cost them all that much. It like. To slap the extra, it's one extra silk screen on there. Yeah, that's true. That's about all they did, so it cost them an extra penny, maybe? Probably. probably. And they still charge the same for it, and now you've got a huge, well, not huge, but you've got another segment of the market where they're just like, ah, yes, Bushnell, I will buy that now. <laughs> yep. It didn't say disc golf on it before, but now it does. Yeah. Before it was just for murdering deer. Yep. Now it's for murdering baskets. Yes. And deer. And the squirrel. Deer baskets. Deer basket. Please go oh, into okay. the basket. Deer basket. <laughs> Puck, <Yeah>. go in. <laughs> I uh, have a good story. And uh, we'll see. We'll put it at the end so that way if you're like, nah, this doesn't make any sense. Yep. You can, you can rip it out. But... I had a, a woods deer-related traumatizing event for Bean and I yesterday. Awesome. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, one of the other things that I thought about, this is someone who, if they're kind of, if they like hiking or like exercising, a Garmin watch or an they Apple are watch. nice. I have a Garmin watch that um, they just released an app like two months ago or something like that where a U-Disc mm. will connect to your phone, to your watch, and you have some limited functionality. Basically, you could just change the score, look at the score. You can't mark down distances. It'll tell you distances yeah. if you look at it. Um, Apple Watch, the Apple app version, I think, works better. I don't have an Apple Watch, so whatever. But yeah, I, those I'm are an the Android. Two, yeah, those are the two. I don't know if they work with Samsung watches. But, I mean, yeah. Garmin's are, uh, ever since I switched to Garmin from Fitbit, because Fitbit turned into a POS long before, I think, Google bought them. And um, now I haven't heard great things either. But Garmin has been doing a really good job. 
and they've been doing a good job for a long time. So they're in that uh, smart-ish watch segment. It's you know got quite a lot of functionality for tracking your runs and whatnot, and disc golf and hikes and whatever. Hmm. And but it's not. It, the battery life is far better than an Apple Watch, and yeah. you get a lot of the same functionality. You can't talk to people on your wrist, but um, it, whatever. Yeah. No, Jim, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Give her an all she's got. Um, Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Internet grandpa's at it again. Yep. Um, Yep. So the other other one, because I know we're we're starting to kind of get up there in terms of of the episode. Um, Disc retrieval. Yes. I, I either, you know, a claw on a stick or a mm-hmm. claw on a uh, on a string, you know. Yep. I've got the uh, Dynamic Disc Golden Retriever, and it paid for itself, I think, after the second use. Because it's like, I want to say at the time it was like 25 bucks, and the disc I was going after wasn't 20 bucks. So yeah. by the second yep. disc I got it was fine and now it's paid for itself 10 times over and it's awesome go for the shorter because they charge you a lot of money to get like the extra long string just Mm. save yourself the money buy some decent paracord from like menards or amazon or wherever and just do that instead otherwise it's great (laughs) oh yeah nope it it is a must if you're going out with any regularity and want to do much more than like yeah recreational where you're like I'm not buying the best plastics anyway yeah or I can't afford to just keep losing discs which is what happened to me yeah the problem is one of the courses that I used to play all the time it wouldn't matter if you had a retriever or not because the river and the creek that fed into it was generally swift moving and if you if it went in it was gone most of the time, it was gone. Yep. And it's gone. And it's gone. Sorry, this for customers only. No. It's, uh, it's not like the uh, river that uh, I uh, sunk into. No. Well, that, that is the same creek, that, but it was just kind of at the end of when we get all the rain, yeah, so it was down. It's true. Just super muddy and very disgusting real, smelling. Real, real stagnant. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. God. Yeah. 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 Just careful where you go in when you retrieve it because the water can be rather disgusting. Even if it has no pollutants in it, if it's just dead and decaying leaves and other organic matter. Yep. And, uh, you know, careful so you don't get stuck. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in terms of me, I think that's kind of about it in terms of a like yeah the rest of it kind of comes look down at. to uh, personal preference really just know that person and that'll definitely help or, or you could always just if there's the one thing they're missing they're like what do yep. you what do you want or you could always just throw them a gift card to either whatever their favorite brand is or um two of the biggest uh, general sales disc golf the amazon's of disc golf, if you will, are OTB discs and infinite discs.com. 
they have like all the major brands and they have pretty much all the accessories from all of them. Damn. So if you don't, if they know, if you know they want disc golf stuff, but don't know what, there you go. Get them one of those gift cards. They'll be happy. Amazon gift card, whatever. Just throw them cash. Dude. Start just throwing dollar bills at them. <laughs> <laughs> just 3D print a bunch of discs and just start yep. throwing discs. Mega rain discs. Where'd you get those pink 50s from, Grandma? <laughs> Nana's a cheating whore. <laughs> Oh, man, that is not as far back as we've been going, but that's still not recent. Oh, watching you drink a good water bottle, insulated water oh, bottle. Yes. Um, the ones I use, like I don't use my nice fancy one for <laughs> outside because it looks really nice. I go yep. buy the Walmart brand 40 ounce water bottles insulated, and uh, both of them have lasted this is their third year. One of them has, uh, I've dropped it enough and part of the outside started to crack. And so I just was waiting till the end of this season and I'll probably just buy two new ones. Cause the other one probably isn't too far behind <laughs> and yep. they're from Walmart. So they're like 15 bucks for the 40 ounce. So I'm not like, Oh, that's yeah. I think it's 15 or 20 bucks. And yeah, they lasted, they lasted three years of abuse outside Disc golfing, hiking, like random yeah. dropping. Anytime you're out outdoors, they're going to get banged up. Yep. And I never had an issue. Like, I think the, the outside label they claim, it keeps things cold for 24 hours. Hell if I know. But I've never had an issue where, like, I start a round and by the end of the round, the water's warm. It's always still cold. A lot of times it still has solid ice in it. So I was, I was going to say, if you're... If if you're not drinking enough water that you don't hit that 24-hour limit, you're probably yeah. not hydrated enough. Yeah, but you know some of those ones that are insulated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you it's you say that. But uh mm -hmm. the scalding hot water in here from yeah. 2 hours ago that was ice cold yep. says otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but Cool, cool, cool. I think that's uh, that's about everything I got. We talked about a whole bunch of random stuff, but it's all good. Like, hopefully it all oh, yeah. helps. And hopefully you've enjoyed some of our terrible references. So uh, I will say, if you, if Joe decides to include the deer trauma story, oh, why not? Uh, then we'll 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 do the closeout, and then we'll start that. So if you're just like, I don't even care. But it is a good story. It's good times. Good times. Uh, so uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you uh, to those of you listening or watching. Uh, you can find us on any of your major podcast outlets. Yep. Um, you can also find us, if you want to watch us, at uh, Joe's Disc Golf yep. uh, YouTube channel, the, the Half in the Bag section. Uh, go and spend some uh, fun money and... Uh, the Joe's Disc Golf uh, merch store. Yep, it's got the um, half in the bag, stupid tree merch, and the Joe's Disc Golf merch, and just generic disc golf basket that says disc golf. <laughs> I do enjoy it. Because, it's, I mean... It's ridiculous. Yeah, I no, looked I at it, it, and I was like, okay, 
you if you don't like the Joe's Disc Golf logo or Joe's Disc Golf on whatever apparel, mm-hmm. and you don't want the half in the bag or Disc Golf drunk, but you want to get a Disc Golf something, you just get a little Disc Golf basket right on your hat or on your shirt or whatever. Disc Golf. Yeah. Yep. It's good times. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll have Joe go first. Joe, where where can we find you on the interwebs? At Joe's Disc Golf on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. I'm becoming more active. I've got like 300 upvotes today. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because somebody asked a question: What color discs do you use? And is it like? I forget what the question was. Like, do you have to get that color? I was like, oh, I try to buy pink because it's easy to see in all conditions. But if I can't, then I don't. <laughs> like, I'm not really, like, over half my bag is pink, but the rest I'm like, well, I'm not getting rid of it. There's nothing wrong with this disc. So, yeah, yeah. on Reddit, uh, joesdiscgolf.com, working on Disc Golf Healthy. That is a big work in progress, but that has been that every time I try to start a project, it just keeps getting pushed back and it just doesn't go anywhere. I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. Just need to set aside You'll time. Get there. Just need to you get there, buddy. I need to set aside time to like start writing that stuff up. I'll yell at you until you set aside enough time. Yeah. And that's if I remember to yell at you. Here's the thing. I got yelled at for almost three <laughs> years to write up my Eagle project. Not do it. Not do anything. Write it up. It was done. High five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're like, you know, you're turning 18 soon. I was like, yeah, I know. So here's the I'll thing. Get that done. My Eagle project was finished when I was around 13. And I got my Eagle Scout at 16. I had all my badge. I had everything done. I just had to write up my Eagle project. And I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why? I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Well, well played, teenage Joe. Yeah. Dumbass. Um, so past me was so dumb. I don't, I'm pretty sure all past up, past everybody yep. was usually stupider than current person is. Usually there are exceptions no to the rules. But that's true. There's yes. true of everything. Yes, there is. Uh, where can so they find me. you? Good, sir. Me, you, you can find me, uh, when I do return to Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash popperfresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise if I am on a social media platform, you can find me under popperfresh. That's P O P R fresh. Yep. And, uh, at that point we'll, uh, we'll say thank you everybody for listening to the main show and, uh, we'll go ahead and start, uh, story time. Yeah. So story time yesterday. Very nice outside. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, it was gorgeous. Fifty something degrees. Yep. Like enough where like I was just in a flannel shirt, t-shirt, jeans, yep. comfortable. Yeah. Like Bean was in a little sweatshirt and some long, you know, swishy pants, and he was good. Yep. So I was like, Bean, let's let's go hunt some treasure. Let's go let's go go find a geocache. I was like, I want to kind of see like because he's really interested in walking in the woods, mm-hmm. not like on paths, just walking just in the wandering, woods. Wandering, yeah. So I was like, well, let's let's see how this goes. Yeah. So we go, we find the first geocache. He actually like found it first. I mean, I saw it, but I was like, Bean, look over there. And he's like, Dad, treasure. And I was yeah. like, Yeah. 
So he, of course, was like, I, I'm going to take the treasure with me. I have to go bury it in our house. <laughs> I was like, no, but that's well, not that's, how geocaching yeah. works. He's like, but dad, treasure. Was yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a different kind of treasure, bud. So <clears throat> the next three, we strike out. Just yep. could not find it. But the Forest Preserve has looked like they've been doing either some controlled burns or some maintenance. So uh, they may have removed the hosts that these yeah. caches were supposed to be attached to. Um, yeah. But also I'm out with a three and a half year old. So I'm like, we didn't spend that much time in yeah. any one location. So I can't be like a hundred percent. But anyway, we get to the last one. It's far enough out. I was like, ah, screw it. I don't feel like walking all the way back to the path and all the way around. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to cut through the woods. So I'm following this deer path and we're coming up. I've, I've crossed a little Creek and we come up over the edge and the deer path is going and there's a tree that's large enough. And I see like what looks like a weird pile. I was like, that's a weird way for some sticks to be arranged. And I don't believe there's a geocache over here. And like, it doesn't really dawn on me until we round the tree and there is just dead buck nice rib cage open oh some flesh still left on because the coyotes that yeah and foxes that live in the forest preserve had been picking at it yep and enough to clear out all of the innards but not enough for it to be like completely just bone yeah and so bean is on my shoulders at this point and like you know we've both stepped around and just like oh uh he's like ah dad broken reindeer yes well but he's not broken he's 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 real dead yeah like yeah this deer can't be fixed it's not coming back should have taken the antlers (laughs) so but he's like dad broken reindeer is scary it's like yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out (laughs) how to get around it because the deer path literally goes right next to where the deer died like it's like four paws or hooves are like in the deer path and i'm like it was like walking along and basically just like keeled over (laughs) yeah or it had gotten hit by a car and then like gotten back to that point anyway whatever yeah yeah so so poor bean is just like dad broken reindeer it's like you know Mm -hmm. he's clearly trying to work on all of this yeah i've i've found like a path that's like not enough sticker bushes for me to like, I was like, okay, I can make it through this and he won't get Mm -hmm. hit. And so he's like trying to work through it. And all of a sudden this, I must've like been close to a rabbit den because all of a sudden it's just, (laughs) and so like both of us are like, "Ah," and like, he's just like (laughs) on my head. And I'm like, "Ah, I can't breathe. I can't do it. Oh man. <laughs> Poor kid. Traumatized him right out of the woods. Yep. So he's never gonna want to walk in the woods again. And yeah, I'm uh, just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait like a week or two because he is still three, so I'm like, yeah, just let him forget. I'll just forget. It'll be fine. Yeah. We haven't had any but, of those uh, issues yet. Yeah, that was that was that the was woohoo. Woo. That was my story. Yeah. Alright, well thanks everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.